when sin entered the world. I decided to write something today and will not publish it in written form. It will be in video audio format, and I was going to entitle it, You Can Only Imagine, but I didn't want you to confuse it with that beautiful song of the same title. It will be short and to the point, and I came up with this title. Do we understand what it means that sin entered the world? The only way we can start to comprehend what it means we need to look at what the world was before this happened. How did this affect all humans that are in the world today? We first need to realize that humankind was alive toward God. Human beings were having fellowship with God, they walked and talked with God. But after the fall, our first parents died toward God, and this fellowship was broken. When God said, you will surely die, he not only meant that they would die physically but spiritually. Every person born into this world is spiritually dead and has lost touch with God. The Bible puts it this way. As it is written, None is righteous, no, not one, no one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside, together, they have become worthless, no one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave, they use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood, in their paths are ruin and misery, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. This scripture paints a grim picture of all humans, this is the condition of all people because of sin entering the world. The good news is God has provided a remedy for this problem. God is the remedy. Note, I didn't say God's remedy, but God is the remedy because he became man to provide a way of salvation. Right after the fall, God promised, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring, he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. What does all this mean? It means that God is going to provide someone who will be the seed of the woman who will be bruised in the part of the body that will not be fatal, but he will bruise the one who he was talking to in the part of the body that will be fatal, the head. God was speaking to Satan when he said this. If you read your Bible, you will see this was none other than Jesus Christ. The Messiah that God provided to be the Savior of the world. The next thing we see deals with womankind. There would have been no pain in childbirth. We know this because of the curse God pronounced on the woman. To the woman, he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband. But he shall rule over you. Apparently, there would not have been any pain in childbearing before the fall, or God wouldn't have pronounced this curse. If we look at man before the fall and God's curse, we will see more of what the world would have been before sin entered. More of what the world was like before sin entered. And to Adam, he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground because of you, in pain, you shall eat of it all the days of your life, thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground, for out of it, you were taken, for you were dust, and to dust, you shall return. From this scripture, we see that before the fall, there was no pain and toil on man's part, there was no labor to produce food. We also see that there were no thorns and thistles, weeds, so taking care of the garden was easy and pleasant. Now you know why hard work makes you sweat. 
Now the last curse is death. I know we looked at this at first, but the curse brought suffering, pain, sickness, and physical death, and the end of man's body would be dust from whence we came. But it does not end here. We were made in the image of God. What does it mean to be made in the image of God? God is eternal, and we are made the same. We will all die physically, and some will die spiritually, this point was made earlier that spiritual death is separation from God. But here, we are talking about separation from God for all eternity and in a place of torment. God will not be there to hear your wailing and gnashing of teeth. This spiritual death is real, and people need to know this. I have discussed this with someone who said that God would never do this to anyone, that person doesn't believe God's word or the Bible or would not have said this. You see, death does not mean annihilation but separation. Even when we die physically, we are separated from our bodies, loved ones, and this physical world, but our souls and spirits still exist in the spiritual realm. Now let us imagine a world if sin did not enter. After the thousand-year reign of Christ and we go into the eternal state, this is how the world will be. A world without sin. Wow! It is hard to imagine but let's give it a try first, no death, no sickness, no sorrow, a world of bliss. Everything that sin brought into the world is gone. Meditate on that for a while and it will make your spirit sigh within you. Like I said, wow! God made everything perfect, but when sin came in, it was marred. We live in a world full of crime, cheating, lying, theft, murder, and every crime imaginable, all that will be gone. No courts, lawyers, or judges will be needed, and this is because people will love their neighbors as themselves, love God and His laws, and will worship Him day and night. Christ will fill the world with His light and love. Now you can see why I wanted to entitle this paper You Can Only Imagine.